up, yo? We are Halftime! <laughs> Yo. Yo, yo. Yo, we back. Y'all already know what it is. Halftime Unfiltered. It's your boy Jay, Jason. Out here, we about to have a fun show today. What's up, guys? What's going on? It's Danielle. It's the better Jay over here. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. This oh, guy is so conceited. You both are conceited and you're mad annoying. But I just do want to add, guys, um, for you guys listening, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and be sure to f- share this cast. With uh, your peeps and stuff, so we could continue doing what we're doing. Your peeps. Your peeps, right? <laughs> so I was dating myself, but it's okay. All right, so Mr. Better J, yep. right? Um, Self proclaimed. Mm-hmm. What's up with this week in sports? What we got? Oh, man. We, we have to talk about the Celtics win last night, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't see it coming. Mm, nobody. I nobody mean, could nobody really did. see it coming. Yeah. But at the same time, it's going to be a little bit good. I'm glad that I get to watch another game. That means you would have had to go so long between, until June 1st to see the next game. I think it's still bull. Why? Why are you glad to watch another game when you know the Cavs are going to win in the end? It's like prolonging the inevitable. Who cares? Let's just get to Warriors-Cavs Part 3 right now. Like, who cares? I care because, you know, I like watching basketball. So. We, we we all like watching sports, but Yo, it's like the inevitable. Trust me. Watch when the summertime comes and the finals is going. Watch you be complaining that there's nothing to watch besides baseball. But <laughs> baseball, which baseball. is boring as hell until the playoffs start exactly. in October. But I know, right? <laughs> baseball is so weird. Like, Oh, you got the WNBA, too. It's true. But it's Nobody, just, watches, it's that. Nobody <laughs> watches that. Yo, you remember the Family Guy episode when it was like, yo, that's for their fans to decide. It was one guy in the stands like, yay. <laughs> but they, the Celtics pulled it out yesterday on a last second rim-rattling double bounce shot by Avery Bradley. But how do they win without Isaiah Thomas? Joan, Danielle, explain that to me. Like, they're arguably their best player he was quote unquote an MVP candidate over the season. He definitely had a very emotional roller coaster of a season. He's definitely earned himself some max money in the next few years coming. He's gonna get paid. Yeah. He's gonna, whether it's from the Celtics or another team. But they win without him. I don't understand. When you talk about a, an offense that runs through just one person, even though you have these people who can <clears throat> produce points, whatever the case may be, rebounds of whatever you need, it gets to a point where Sometimes you just may not need him. He's maybe like he's a MVP MVP candidate, but he's not an MVP in this league right now. So at the end of the day, you can you can leave it up to LeBron Ooh. to do whatever. <laughs> and if LeBron is benched, then you know they you could tell like there's a difference in their offense. But you have a team like Boston who their offense can pick up and actually gel maybe better together without him. You know what's crazy? I would completely agree with that statement. And I feel as though last night's game for the Cavs was that. It was LeBron taking a back seat to see if everyone else can gel. And you know why I'm okay with them having more games? Because they need to be right in sync in order to see that Warriors team. Because that Warriors team is so no joke, son. They, their play is so fluid. Every mm-hmm. single person meshes well with the person next to him on that one through five. Well, the thing, Even on the bench. Well, the, the thing, Warriors got a bench. The thing is, the Warriors, it's all about philosophy. And, 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 and sports is all about systems and philosophy. The mm-hmm. Warriors' system and philosophy is passing, cutting, spread, shooting. The Cavs are kind of more ISO heavy. Mm-hmm. So 
So that doesn't work when you have a team where you go, okay, who's your two best players, Steph and KD? Wait, um, Clay could pop off at any second. Then you go still fifty exactly. Then mm-hmm. you still have Draymond who will give you twenty ten fill up the stat sheet. Then you still have Andre Iguodala. But for, but for the Cavs, who's the MVP candidate? Who would have thought Andre Iguodala would have won MVP? Sorry, Finals, yeah, finals MVP. MVP. Yeah, uh, Finals like, MVP. Exactly. And he's a six man off Who the bench. He? That's how <laughs> like, well that's they have like a well oiled machine. Yeah. So are you saying like? And I'm not just taking away from LeBron's legacy. Like that loss yesterday was purposeful, just to see where the Cavs was the, at. Yes, I don't think the loss was purposeful. I don't think they wanted to lose. But if I'm Ty Lue, I want Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love clicking on all cylinders when we get to go to Warriors. What about J.R. Smith? You, all, I need the whole team. But at the right after LeBron, it's Kyrie and Kevin Love. Mm-hmm. What they weren't beforehand, before this game, was clicking on all cylinders. They've just been riding LeBron's back. Throughout the first round, couple rounds. So what do you do, LeBron? Take a back seat today. You can still play, still do your thing, but focus heavily on Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving and the role plays. Because when Finals June first rolls around, these dudes have to be on. It can't be let's try to get it together right now. Because LeBron may have it may be a day where LeBron is having a horrible time, and now if that happens. What's going to happen? You have to be able to put, step it up. And yesterday showed that they can step it up because that miraculous rim-rattling yeah. three that dropped, I completely believe if the game went into overtime, the Cavs would have won. But at the same time, you have to close it out. And it, my thing, if, even if this is what Tyloo did, the thing that I'm mad at is at the end of the day, the fourth quarter, you got to have LeBron just go out there and do his thing, even though that's a lot mm-hmm. to ask of a dude to, like, you, he was playing back the whole game and they have to just snap his fingers and yeah. turn it on. Yeah. That's a lot to ask for a player. But at the end, and I think about it like this, you want Kevin Love or Kyrie to be able to close out the show. You can't always go to, and Kyrie's proven he's been able to do it. But for this playoffs, he has not had to do that once. Yeah, and it's almost like I kind of forgot, like, in watching the game on Friday, I kind of forgot that Kyrie, LeBron's been playing so good. I kind of forgot that Kyrie only had 11 points in the first game, and for this mm-hmm. series, he's only averaging 17. Exactly. And that's not going to get it done against Kyrie averaging 17 is not going to get it done against the Warriors, even though he does give Steph fits and Clay can't guard him neither. But at the end of the day, Kyrie, we need you in the 24, 25 range to help LeBron. You know what's crazy? Kevin Love has been playing better than Kyrie this playoffs. And that's, this, that's this a whole playoffs. Yeah. yeah. And that's and granted, it's a it's the nature of who Kevin Love is. He can catch the ball and just shoot it up and it's good. Or then he can just get the ball in the post and dominate a lot of the smaller forwards. And but Kyrie, he has to be moving. He has to have the ball in his hand. And with LeBron dominating the way he is, he's not gonna get all those opportunities. He's gonna I mean, be out yeah, of rhythm. Exactly. LeBron dominating so much, you can tell last year when the finals came along he was so tired like exactly. and he had but no Ky- help Kyrie carried like nothing he, like Ky- he, he, he Kyrie did Kyrie, he came he and was, showed like, up from games five to seven Kyrie was woo but he didn't, you he didn't, yo, I, I wouldn't say he carried them. I'll say they did it together. That was a no, dual yeah, effort. No, yeah, they averaged. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you're they right, were the only right. the second duo that averaged like 50-something points. No, that was, yo, last together. year, <laughs> that was a problem when they came back from that 3-1 deficit. But that Kyrie, I have not seen that Kyrie this playoffs yeah. yet. He's, been, he's had like glimpses of it. Yeah, he's coasted this that. year. He's he's coasted this year. But the, but the bigger thing is, is like the Celtics – look better without Isaiah and no disrespect to Isaiah in the season he's had but it's just like their offense kind of flows more fluidly without him and I think for a guy like Isaiah like I don't think um you know he should be taking as much he's a volume shooter like I'm not discrediting how he scores and he puts up his 40 and 50s and then you know he's must see TV but 
I think it's, it's for the betterment of the team. I think they'll be an even better team if he didn't dominate the ball so much. So why hasn't Brad Stevens made the team look like the way it did yesterday? Because not for nothing, if Rajon Rondo didn't get hurt, they would have lost that. They would have lost that series. And if Game Seven was in Washington instead of DC, they would have lost that series too. And remember, in both in both series, Chicago was up 2-0. And Washington was up by 20-something points in the first two games. So Boston should have been out of here. Yeah. He needs to come up with a better system for Thank their you. offense. Because Thank at you. the end of the day, you, you're making the decision as a coach to put uh, – I was about to say Steph Curry. Oh, my God. Um, Isaiah Thomas and, you know, the volume of shooting that he does, like, you need to come up with a better philosophy if you want to be a contender in the East against the Cavs. They showed yesterday that they can compete with them. Mm-hmm. So he needs to come up with something better or they just need a new coach. I wouldn't say compete, really, because that's just one game and it's in the whole sense of it. It's <laughs> but not, they competed in no that game, that and that's like a little glimpse, had... like a little glimmer of yeah. hope. But but guess what? They got to where they are, riding Isaiah's coattail. Like, and that's a lot to ask for a 5'9 dude. That's what I'm to trying to say, but they don't the have NBA. to. They don't they have don't, to. But then, but then in order to to do to get where they are, that's what they did. So then we reached the playoffs now. Now we're going to just switch it up. It's not That wouldn't have worked for them. It definitely wouldn't have worked for them. All right, what about the other series? How do you guys feel about the other series? Like, the Spurs without Kawhi and the Warriors. Like, come on, that, that I don't even watch it. And I love watching the way the Warriors play, but I honestly can't watch it. Yeah, I legit would not watch a Spurs game without Kawhi. Thank you. I just playing. can't. And that's, that's my boy. Get... I love the Spurs. And Becky Hammond, I've always loved her. I love watching her coach on the sideline. I've seen her stuff. up she's close. Like, she is so fine. <laughs> she's my, she used my idol when I was little. But... If Kawhi ain't playing, guess what? The Spurs are too boring for me to watch. Yeah, the Spurs Sorry. Is, is definitely not my, my CTV. But do you think what Jaja did, because I was watching the game when it happened, do you think what Jaja did was intentional? I'm one of the few people who's caught down the middle because it's just like the way it happened. I don't think he kind of was like, oh, let me step my foot back. And I don't know. It was just like uh, a lot of people think he's a dirty player. He definitely is a wannabe goon. I don't think he's as hard as he portrays himself to be, Jaja. <laughs> But um, he, he's really not. But a lot of people saying he what he did to Kawhi was on purpose. Do you guys think it was on purpose? I don't know. Now, was it malicious? No. But, like, was it dirty? Yes. And you don't have to be malicious in order for your play to be dirty. It could just be the things that you constantly do is just dirty moves. Yeah. Putting your foot underneath a person who's trying to come down from a jump shot is a dirty move. And it just may be the natural thing that you do. There's, just because it's natural doesn't mean make it any less bad. Here's another thing that I kind of didn't like, and some people are not going to agree with me. Nobody went after Zsa after that. Like, mm. I don't, like, where's, like, Come on. Yeah, he would have definitely got an elbow to the <laughs> Yeah, like no nope, nobody went at like do something like put like like swing at him, do something like Don't like sw- well, swing at him. Be- no, they're not going to they're not going to But I'm just Never saying mind. do something <laughs> to show like yo, that's unacceptable. Where are the goons on the Spurs? Where's the Steven Jackson's and Ron Artest? like that. I mean, Steven Jackson was on the Spurs at one point. Yeah, and then he won a championship <laughs> with them. That's true. He won a championship with them. They have Robert Hoare. No, Robert Hoare is not a goon. But we have to talk about it. The Golden State Warriors always get some type of a break moving through the playoffs. Always. Somebody always goes down. <laughs> like, how is that even okay? Yeah, like, all right. So the first year when they won the championship, you had no Mike Connolly. Anthony Davis was coming back from injury. Patrick Beverly was out. Mm-hmm. And Kyrie got hurt in game one. Yep. The first year when they won that, that first, championship. First year, yep. 
Black. And Kevin Love wasn't there at all. And yeah, oh yeah, Kevin, Kevin, yeah. It was LeBron. It was LeBron and what's his name? Della Vadova. Like LeBron almost took them to seven. Now, if LeBron had both those guys with um, Kevin Love, he huh. I, yeah. So I don't think yeah, the Warriors had a championship at this time. Me too. I, I agree with you. But it's just like last season. What break did they get last season? Steph was hurt last season, mm-hmm. so yeah, he was yeah. the one that hurt. But they beat the Rockets in the first round. Then they played the Trailblazers. And who did they play in the Western Conference Finals last season? Oh, they played the Thunder. So they didn't catch any breaks last season. You sure? They, Houston they, came with a full squad that first Houston round? Houston came with a full squad. They were just undermanned and they played sloppy. The second round, remember the Clippers lost. The Clippers played the Blazers in the first round. And Blake Griffin and Chris Paul got hurt in the same game. So the oh, yeah, Blazers right. was allowed to move to the second round and play, and play the Warriors. And then they played the Thunder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they didn't get no breaks last season, which is why. And look, they they and lost they the lost. right. <laughs> so and this year, who they play in the first round this year? They played the Trailblazers. Yeah, all right. Oh, and Nerd Nokic Jerk. But he no, was out. Yeah, he was out. But all right. And then in the second round, who they play? The Grizz- they played the Jazz. And the Jazz. Well, who was out for the Jazz? Was it Rudy Gobert? Was hurt. And then they, they, even the fact that they played the Jazz because Blake Griffin got hurt and they couldn't play. Against, and yeah, they couldn't beat he can't the jazz. And then and then and then Kawhi goes out. Yep. And Tony Parker's not there. Yeah. And yeah. So let's see. Let's boy. I hope nobody on Cleveland get hurt because this will be one of the worst <laughs> well, I'll be so NBA upset. Finals and NBA. And I told you guys when we first started this podcast, this was the most anticlimactic, boring NBA season I have seen. And you guys didn't believe me. And I was like, watch when the playoffs Who start. Who said we didn't believe you? We actually agree with you. No, Jawan didn't I, no, agree No, I said that it's always been that way. And I've proved it to you time and time again that yeah. the NBA has been that way. Only 10 teams in the last 30 years have won a championship. Only four series in the last, four finals in the last 30 years have gone seven games. It doesn't happen like that. <laughs> This is <laughs> well. Let's go um, to who else is getting hurt? Yeah, uh, <laughs> because we've been dragging this along. Um, Anus Cantor and his immigration troubles and woes. Yeah, what happened uh, with that? So Anis Cantor, as you know, he's from Turkey. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's been a big political advocate against the overall Turkish establishment right now, and because of it, I believe they just revoked his passport. So now he was like he was stranded at an airport, couldn't get on a plane, and because of and he had to reach out to um, the Thunder and the NBA officials in order to get him to London so that he can then come back into New York. It's crazy that whole situation, but yeah. it shows you how much how like your political views can basically put you in a bad position at a lot of different places in the in, other than the United States. And there's been a lot of talks about athletes speaking out on on political and social issues. Do you think cancer should have just kept his mouth shut, or no, was he? No, why? Why? That's his choice. Gotta, yeah, and because he's so he he has that platform, and this thing happens to him, it's bringing so much more publicity and attention to the yeah the what's case. going on in Turkey. I mean, like, and especially because he's opened his mouth, and he could have been deported back to Turkey, and then he would have faced criminal charges somehow or some way. Um, but I mean like no why why should he if that's his choice to to put himself out there to do that then so be it like that's his you know that's his choice as a person and also to revoke his passport just because he's being outspoken that's kind of dumb <laughs> like I mean well obviously yeah but it's, it's like, like well, it I mean, speaks to what he was talking about, about 
it, it, it just justifies him even more. You think he'll be taking any trips back there anytime soon? Oh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he can leave the United States like and move around yet because if you don't have a passport, really, then you really can't. But he has a green card for the United States. He basically said, "Yo, I'm trying to become an American citizen now." He's like, <laughs> "I'm done with Turkey." Yo, his family even like disowned him. Yo, they like publicly disowned him because they still in Turkey. And because of that, like now, think about it. Do they support the Turkish regime? Is that why they they disowned him? I mean, if they live there now. They even if they, even if they save, don't, exactly. Save themselves. Exactly. Even if they don't, you're talking about a a, a a country that just easily just revoked the person's whole passport and things. So I'm pretty sure there's other things that they're willing to toe the line with as well. So they they publicly like disowned this dude. Do you think he's made his family a target, and maybe that's why they disowned him? To, like Danielle said, to like. Protect themselves. It's very possible that that's the case. Oh, absolutely. I I agree. Man, what some of these athletes go through, we don't even know. Like, dang, like that's that's just crazy. It's crazy because like even but and don't let's not even think like it's only happening in Turkey. Because look at um this dude Kaepernick. He can't get a job because of his political. They views. like literally banned him. They yeah, like they, and they won't. And, him. But they won't admit it, and that's cowardice. Mm-mm. That's okay, cowardice. You have, you, you know President Trump. <laughs> Actually, publicly saying I got him. Yeah, look at this. Look what I, I did. Look what I did look, with this Colin here. Kaepernick guy. Mind you, it was at the same time that he was helping. Uh, he donated a million dollars to help a famine down in Africa. Mind you, this guy, Trump, who's is about doing to whatever cut, the hell who's, he's doing. Yeah, he's who's about to cut a lot of. Um, who's about to make a lot of budget cuts to anti-poverty programs like food stamps and things of that nature. Which Colin Kaepernick has. Donated money to. Yeah, we exactly. gotta highlight it. Yo, he's been doing a lot of different humanitarian efforts. Doing a, like he's been that voice but, now. Like so, it's not just oh, I knelt down and I felt the way about America. It's I'm actually doing something about it. Mm-hmm. You gotta respect but, that. But Brian Hoyer and Chase Daniel have jobs. Ryan Fitzpatrick just has got a, a job. job. And oh Colin Kaepernick. Hold on, you went to the Buccaneers. Here's, back up but here, here's the thing: should we? Yeah, hold? but why? Well, what did he say? No, oh, yeah, you're he, right. No, you're yeah, right. but he has the fact that he has a then job in Colin Kaepernick. He doesn't. Oh, but here's the thing: should we, like should we hold crazy. some of the? Um, we all know the, the. We all know the NFL is going to do what they do to upper management. It's an old white boys club. But should we hold teams that have black GMs and black president of basketball operations? Should we hold them some sort of accountable by not bringing in Colin Kaepernick, i.e. teams like the Texans and the Giants off the top of my head who have black general managers. Well, if they do, they end up with no job too. Yo, they still middle management, bro. If the owner no. says, I don't want this dude, he's not coming to that team no matter how no. bad you want him. You could say, hey, he's but he benefit. He could bring us to Super Bowl and they're going to like, hell no. Said he was a Super Bowl quarterback. He took the 49ers to the Super Bowl after the Alex Smith. After all that mediocrity with Alex Smith, yep. he took them to the Super Bowl. Now, granted, since then he hasn't been as good, or he hasn't. He like it's like he plateaued, but he's still better than a lot of these backups. I think he plateaued. I think it was the personnel that they put in place and coaching and all that stuff. Yeah, like Jim Harbaugh as a coach disguised a lot of that team's offensive deficiencies and um, highlighted a lot of Colin Kaepernick's capabilities. But when you go from Jim Harbaugh to Jim Tom Sula and Chip Kelly. Yeah, your quarterback is going to take a deep dive mm-hmm. because both of those guys only lasted, what, one or two? Se- I think they lasted t- together, like two or three seasons each. So it's like a guy like that is definitely going to suffer. And the GMs and the coaches know this. I just don't see why it's this 
late in the game and he don't have a job and three no-name quarterbacks who haven't done anything who've barely played in play who none of them has even played in a playoff game they have jobs and Colin Kaepernick doesn't yeah that's and sad because he, he had nobody to throw the ball to last year like who was he really passing the ball to and he's to still Tory Smith he, yo he still had good stats he didn't turn the ball over crazy he didn't have a, a lot of touchdown passes but he didn't have a lot of interceptions either so he did the best he could with he was a, a he was horrible efficient team. enough Brock Osweiler is about to have a job and this dude doesn't. Yo, homeboy, I could throw better than him. Like it's just, it's just sad what's going on with Colin Kaepernick. But look, they're saying that the Saints or the uh, the Seahawks, the no, Seahawks. the Seahawks, the Seahawks might Seahawks. might might sign him. Really? Um, yeah, the Seahawks. They say that the co- they say that the the culture that they have would be really good for him because I know Colin Kaepernick feel like he's out on the island right now. Oh, he has oh, of to. course. He has like, to. why wouldn't you feel that Yo, way? And I hate hearing like the different like sports commentators. Some dude on ESPN Radio was like, "Yo, I hope he feels comfortable with the decision he made because now he's exactly." Like, and you like, know, you know, you know what else Colin he Kaepernick is comfortable exactly. with the decision. You, he you know what else Colin Kaepernick did that a lot of people don't realize? He exposed a lot of white sports commentators and journalists, journalists how they really feel. Exactly. Because I used to have a lot of respect for a guy like Trent Dilfer, mm. and then I just heard how he talked on the Countdown Show about Colin Kaepernick. I lost. Oh, but you. This is what yeah. he's. What he's protesting against like you can with him protesting the way that he has it's brought to light how people feel really about feel that. about us and then exactly how they really feel about you know black people hispanic people yep. brown whatever and how they feel that we actually stand up and and you know step in their face and be like well i'm gonna do what i want and you're not treating me right exactly and at the end of the day all these commentators owners coaches whoever the hell is denying colin kaepernick are are the what he's exposing in the first place and at the end of the day what we say make america so great is the fact that you can be a political activist you can speak up you have that freedom of speech that does not exist in a lot of other countries like turkey mm-hmm. <laughs> and yet we have a dude who's now voicing his opinion yes he does he's doing it on a national stage so now you have to talk about it you have to see him and now that that's the thing that you're going to hold on to the fact that he knelt down how about you be upset about a lot of other things in this country like the criminal justice system or education or any of these other topics that you can possibly go after or the sex trade the sex slave trade Yo, kid with or- these kids like or sexual assault. Be and, mad about something that's actually important and that actually affects oh, people. He down during the anthem. I'm, come on, no, come no. On, My favorite is no. The reason he hasn't gotten signed because he has character issues. What? what? <laughs> he has better character than the person that's saying it. Exactly. <laughs> when have you donated a million dollars? When have you donated ten thousand dollars to Meals on Wheels? When have you donated? The, case? When have you donated the suits that you haven't worn? Come to New York City to give it to um what a probation officer to when give it to the parolees. When have you given a, a, a homeless person on the street a dollar? <laughs> Answer that, and then maybe you could judge somebody. Like get out of here. It's the old boys network. He exposed them, and a lot of them kind of I don't want to say they took the bait because he wasn't doing it to bait them, but it's just. I was like, wow, people like Trent Dilfer. I'm like, wow, that's how y'all really feel. It's just like when we're doing what you want, what is running, jumping, shooting, skipping, and putting money in your pocket, it's fine. But when being we're a regular old nigga, right? When we're being regular niggas, when we're for your entertainment, it's fine. But the minute we decide to show that we have a mind of our own, it's a problem. It's no different than what used to happen on the on the plantation. No different. Which is why they wouldn't let us read or write. That's why, you know, Master kept us on the field. 
Alright, we gotta lighten this up, man. <laughs> because we about to go off. <laughs> yeah, we about Jason to Jason thought off. I was gonna go off, but you actually did. So nice. I'm kinda happy about that. <laughs> Yo. So the Celtics, we've been talking about them. But something that's better off for them, they got the number one pick in the draft. Why? Because of a dumb trade made by Billy King, probably the worst GM of all time, <laughs> regardless of sport, made with the Boston Celtics for Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Jason Terry, mortgaging their future for a chance to beat LeBron James in the Miami Heat at the time, which failed miserably. <laughs> and now it's had the repercussions of that trade has been trickling down and we're in 2017 and it's still going on. And it's going to go on for the next two years as well. But the Celtics now, they have a decision to make. Who do they pick with that number one pick? Do they trade that pick away? Or do they go with either Mark L. Fultz or Lonzo Ball? Trade it to the Knicks. All right? For who? Don't matter. Trade to the Knicks. We be all right. We'll figure it out. But nah. I don't trade think... to the Knicks. The Knicks I, can't even handle that deal. I, look, I don't think... I, <laughs> they'll ask for the first pick, end up with the second round pick, and they'll be like, hold on. They'll end up with the last pick in the pick. Jawan, you're talking and you're Nets. <laughs> really? All right. All right. The Nets, yeah, but right. yo, Sean Marks is going to do a way better job than Billy King. He's actually already been doing a way better job than Billy King. But, but seriously, I don't see why the Celtics should keep this pick. All jokes aside, how is Markel Fultz, Alonzo Ball, going to help you win a... All right, look at this. How are any of those top two guys who's projected to go one and two, how are they going to help you beat the Cavs? How are they going to help you beat the Wizards, the Bulls, the Warriors, the Spurs, the Rockets? How are they going to help you beat anybody? would help anybody. He he would blow LeBron out the water. Yo, yo, yo. (laughs) Think about it like this, right? LeBron's 32. He's going to be doing this for the next two to three more years. No, he's going to be doing this for the next at minimum five years. No, no, hold on. At minimum. Because, yo, at 30, when he reaches 35, he's not going to be as dominant and explosive as he is right now. But he's still going to be, it's still going to be like Jordan at the end of his career, still dominating teams, but not being that physical presence that he once yeah, was. Yeah, Jordan won mm-hmm. three championships in the latter part of his yeah. career. So LeBron's, LeBron's going to do, do the that. same thing. So think about it like this. Even if you're just worrying about the next two to three years, there is no player in the NBA right now that the Celtics can get that will allow them to beat the Cavs in the next two to three years. So mm-hmm. why would you mortgage your future for for a chance to lose to the Cavs in six or seven games? Why do that? I just don't, but I don't... It, it's like people think, oh, it's a it's a blessing to have the number one pick at, at, and you have the number one seed and all that. I, just, I think it's a tough... It puts them in a rock and a hard place. LeBron is still going to be playing at a high level for the next four years. Four. He's 32. He's going to play until he's, he's what, 38? Tom Brady. He's, he's going to play until 45. Yeah, he's going to play 38. <laughs> he's going to play 38. So we have the next six years of LeBron in his prime. Out of those six years, he's going to be playing at a high level for the next three or four. Then you have the latter two years where he's going to ask Kyrie to really carry him, right? And LeBron has a number two or three and Kyrie carrying Yo. him. That, that like, come that's on. That's unfair. That's unfair. That's Yo, what I'm trying to say. So what's the... They so going to have Kyrie and Kevin Love that's what I'm trying to say. reaching their prime when LeBron James is finally tailing th- That's out. what I'm trying yeah. to say. So what's the point? So that's six. So we're talking about six years bringing those guys in for six years of not beating LeBron. And by that time, they're going to be like, look, man, I'm piecing out, but you got it. You have to worry about the future. You pray, you take a dude like Markel Fultz and you build moving forward. Isaiah Thomas is, can't be a centerpiece to a championship team. I like, I like that dude. He kills, but I do not look at him as a centerpiece. So you trade Isaiah team. next year? I don't trade him yet. You, you you make the draft. You make the decision. You draft who you want. You see how things go. If you have the opportunity to make a a, a deal to get someone without losing that pick, 
then fine. But I'm not making any deals until after the draft, until after this pick is done. I can't do it. I just don't see how Isaiah Thomas could play with anyone. Else. No, if they draft Lonzo, Lonzo, if they draft Lonzo Ball, I think he makes he put you know he makes them status quo still, because Isaiah Thomas is not a pure point guard. He's an off guard. He's an off guard combo guard. So drafting a guy like a pass first like Lonzo would be better for their team. You drafted Markel Fultz. He's I don't see how who's a score. I don't see how that's gonna work. I don't know, and it may not work. It may not. But think about it like this: like I said, Isaiah Thomas may not get them to where they go. This may be exactly where the Celtics reach: is the Eastern Conference Finals, and that's, and that's it. Because that's why a lot of players don't want to come to the East. They, everybody say, "Yo, if LeBron was in the West, he wouldn't be doing it." A lot of players avoid coming to the East because and they know. Like, so you, so you, so you go to the West, so you can get blown out by thirty by the Warriors, right? There's just really nowhere to go in the exactly. NBA. Exactly. Well, it's, <laughs> it's more competitive than the than the Eastern Conference. It is. The West is not. No, no, it's not. The top, the top half of the West is a little bit more competitive. So, like, you take Warriors out, and you have all of the Spurs, the Rockets, and those type mm-hmm. of dudes. That's a that's probably more competitive than thing. But we've seen the, the last the semifinals mm-hmm. for the Celtics and the and the Wizards. That was a good series. Yeah, that, that was a, that was a, that was, was an amazing. Pretty, it was pretty competitive. That that was amazing. That was amazing. But I just think the NBA right now they're in a log jam. Because you got the Warriors killing everybody by 30 on one side. And you got LeBron <laughs> that has been in the NBA Finals the last... 100 years. Right. Like, come on. When's the last he's time he's played seventh straight final? Right exactly. Now. So he's been there. So it's just like there's really nowhere to go. And guess what? The Warriors are all well under 30. Yep. So it's like, where, where can... love. It's going to be interesting. Where can you go? And you got the... the West. <laughs> this is sad. Because who... Like, barring any injuries... The Cavs and Warriors are going to see themselves again in the same position next year. Four times? It's like that. <laughs> but it, it happened before. So it's not like this is brand new. It's been, it happened before with like the Celtics and the Lakers. There have been times where one of them got picked off beforehand, before the finals or whatever. But, but, but not to cut you off, I just realized this. You're saying about the wet. The Celtics have a killer squad because a lot of people are saying they're going to sign Gordon Hayward. So that means you're going to have the number one pick, Gordon Hayward, and the nucleus of the team you had this year come back next year. You don't think that that might be good enough to take out LeBron nope. next year? Nope. Good enough to take out LeBron? No. I disagree. Yeah, no. I disagree. I don't I'm think sorry. so. Not with Gordon Hayward. And, no. And, no. Damn. Gordon Hayward is a great player, but he's not like he's he, not great. He's good. He, he, no, he's I'll call him he's not like great into the sense of like that, but like he's a great player. He he does what he's what's necessary to win, and he's always willing to put himself out there. Even when he got hurt in this playoffs, he wanted to come back right away. So you see, he got the fire, that energy. Yeah, he's but got at the, the heart. At the same time, him, Isaiah <clears throat> Thomas, and Markel Fultz with Al Hortford, no. Get out of here. No, you got LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love, J.R. Smith is still locked down, Amon Shumpert. You got Tristan Kevin Thompson Love and still locked down. Ishan Iman Shumpert. Man. Yeah, but Amon Shumpert up. is shutting like, down. He shows Every, when he comes sometimes. in, he shuts down whoever he's guarding every single time. Yeah. And, and there was a couple games Jason. he went off. He went off from three in a He's not going to shut down nobody on the Warriors. He's not, but he's gonna he's gonna play. He's gonna give him a lot of tough minutes because he doesn't have to. You don't have to worry about him on Shumpert scoring another end. He but we're not talking about them playing him. the Warriors though. We we're talking about them playing uh, the a Celtics. Boston, the Celtics like have Boston no shot in the future. No I think Gordon Hayward makes them like yo because he got to yeah, They'll be able to go to six. Six makes it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Back to the point. Who you picking with? The, who you think is having a better career at the end of the day? Markel Fultz or Lonzo Ball, man. Or maybe is there somebody else, a dark horse in the draft that may have a better career than both these dudes? De'Aaron Fox. Nah, I don't know if De'Aaron Fox is going to have a better career, but I think De'Aaron Fox is going to have... I think De'Aaron Fox has a has a chance 
to have a way better career than Lonzo. I don't know about Markel, but De'Aaron Fox to me is going to be a problem. Look, he worked out Lonzo Ball in both those games they played, especially the game in the tourney. Like, it was bad. So it's just like, if he could do that to you, Lonzo, imagine what guys named Russell Westbrook, Stephen Curry, uh, Kyrie Irving, uh, John Wall, Damian Lillard. Imagine what these guys are going to do to you. Yeah, it's going to make him look like a little JV player. Exactly. So it's just like, I'd rather go with Fultz because Fultz is just a more aggressive and, and adaptive scorer. Uh, Lonzo, to me, he's just going to be a more polished. Ver- he just reminds me of a guy like Andre Miller. You know he's gonna be a good NBA player. He's gonna he might he might make a couple of All Star games, but he's not going to be a game changer. He's not gonna be like a Russell. We- he's not gonna be like the way we talk about some yeah, of these he's, guys. He's not gonna be like a transcending player like yeah. his dad oh, makes him out to yeah. be. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, but I think he's gonna have a good career. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna fade out. Nah, he's not gonna fade out. He'll, he'll be there for a good fifteen years. You know, and the way he plays is very good to win a championship because he's a pass first point guard, making people better. But he, I don't know. He's he's a he's a he's a cornerstone, but he's not the guy. He's yeah, not. I would never say Lonzo is the guy, but I feel yeah. like he can be. He can end up being a, a starting point guard for a really fucking good team. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. But who do you guys have as dark horses? I I say De'Aaron Fox. What about you guys? I don't know. I don't. I don't keep up with the draft right now. <laughs> <laughs> At least you real not interested. Like you know me. I'm, I, I don't I have care. an interest in what what Jason Tatum is going yeah, to you, on the next level. Like you mentioned that people are saying that he may be a little slow. This yeah, of thirty. Yeah, you can't play. keep up with and the athletes. Like you know, he has to be more aggressive. But I've watched him over the course of this um, season, and yo, he has a lot of the tools to be a good player on the next. Like I feel like put him in a game right away, he's going to have a, a better chance of like scoring on the NBA level than a lot of these other dudes. You, Jason Taylor? Yeah, I do. I mean, that one... He, he has an NBA body already. He looks like an NBA player already. A lot of these other dudes, like Lonzo, Lonzo needs to get strength. Like, he looks like a kid. He looks like he could just removed from high school. Yeah. Jason Tatum does not look that way. Yeah, De'Aaron Fox, too. Like, he, yo, De'Aaron Fox looks frail. Homie arms is mad skinny, but you know that don't mean nothing. Cause look at Kevin Durant. Durant. Kevin Durant came in like a twig, and, and he still was killer. <laughs> he did. And, and he's he like a second. big old tree. And he's the second best player in the league. Well, but, talk, talk about bodies. Let's get to one of the most awesome bodies in MMA, Conor McGregor. Oh <laughs> brother! <laughs> was one step closer to the Mayweather McGregor fight. Are you guys excited? <laughs> No, um, I don't even uh, like to no. be honest. At this point, this is like even worse than the Pacquiao Mayweather it's crap. Way too it's long. like it's gonna be 15 years later, and they're still talking about they're gonna fight each other, <laughs> and like Mayweather's gonna be in a retirement home somewhere, getting pat down by these beautiful women in his gold chair. <laughs> you know what's crazy though? It's so much money on the line, and M- and the MMA, the UFC, was trying to figure out how they're going to split the purse with McGregor. Mm-hmm. So McGregor is fighting, but he's not going to get all his money. He has to split that money with the UFC in order for the chance to fight Mayweather. Wait, so now, it's still going to be the biggest pay that he's ever gotten, but he still doesn't like he doesn't make all his money. So no. he so he's only walking away with 50%? I'm not sure. Sh- I don't know. They the don't even know that. I, but they but, but if, they said that they've come to an agreement on that side. So whatever it is, whatever percentage breakdown it is, that side is done. 
But now we have to they have to figure out this. UFC is now gonna want a bigger split than what Mayweather think because Mayweather don't give away money at all. Oh. Yo, he knows he's the A side. He's gonna make all the money he can out of this. And when when Mayweather get paid, he gets he paid. gets paid. And then he pays his... other people. Yeah. It's not like he doesn't have no promoter like a Don King. He's his or own promoter. Bob he's Aaron. his own management and all that. Everything he he has is his. Yep. He just his got some ownership. good advisors. He he listens to what they say, but he knows that yo, I'm gonna make the most money out of this, and he's gonna that's gonna be a ridiculous payday mm-hmm. so I know the UFC is trying to inch more and more towards his side of the money and he's not going to pull for that is, is it going to get done I do feel as though it's going to get done do I feel as though McGregor and Mayweather are still training right now even though nothing is, is said and done yep so I'm pretty sure that fight is going to be announced and then it's going to be like a quick turnaround the next fight that we talked about Canelo and um, Triple, Triple G, G that happens in September I'm guessing that this fight happens before that before September, no, it does. no I don't think, think so. so. This fight they're happens. gonna have to build it up, but I feel like it's gonna happen quicker. Like I don't, I don't. Know. If, yeah. if it doesn't happen, if it doesn't happen before September, it's not gonna happen until December. No, yeah, I would, I would say November is a sweet spot for this fight to happen. We're about to be in June. Like it's June. Oh wow, we are about. Yeah, we're about to be in June. Yeah, so it, yeah, this. Oh, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about it. You know what? Yeah, he said November. September. That's why I gave you that look. Like no, November. This fight is gonna happen in November, December, probably November, and then you know we'll get the fight then, and then we'll see. Maybe December, because you got to think about it. Holiday season, people are gonna be home. They're gonna be spending more money. Want to be home what, watching right. it. Whenever it comes out, I'm gonna watch it. I'm I'm gonna pay for it. I may go somewhere else to watch. But like, it, but what I'm is your prediction it. about it? Like, oh, who do you think is gonna win? Because How? Because it's a boxing match. Mayweather's gonna do exactly what he does to everybody. everybody. And he's gonna box them and defend and make this dude look pedestrian. But do you think with Conor McGregor's MMA um, style and his <clears throat> his training, like that? The, he's going to be a little bit more elusive than some of the other people that I mean, he has Mayweather's a chance, gone against. Maybe he has a chance. Like, and he has that. And like everybody, it takes one punch. If he can land that one big punch, mm. then he can make like the, Shane Mosley. Like did. Shane Mosley, but guess what? It just staggered him. And then what he did right after that punch dominated Shane Mosley yeah. for the rest of the fight. I actually so pissed me off, man. What you guys think? Well, what I'm about to say, you guys are going to think I'm crazy, but I think Conor McGregor being an MMA fighter hurts him in this environment for this fight. Because MMA, you're taught to be what the aggressor. What does May? What do, and when you are that type of person, that type of fighter, you play into Mayweather's style. Yeah, you play he's into the his more, head. Like, exactly. He he let exactly. That's what Mayweather <laughs> built his legacy his on. Defensive style. Exactly. So McGregor's gonna come in trying to showboat, being put on. This is gonna be the biggest stage McGregor has ever been put on in his life, and he's gonna come in trying to take out the the person who has been the guy for the last but what ten think- to fifteen years, and he's gonna overdo it, and Mayweather's gonna sit back and. Pick them apart. Simple. But Hit. you don't think that he knows that? Like, in in MMA, they award points to being aggressive and taking the the center of the the ring. Obviously, more so probably than boxing does. So, with that in mind, maybe he can switch up his thought process. Maybe he can switch up his style a little bit to adapt to the rules of boxing. Yo, anything could happen. Do I think it's gonna happen? No. Nah. I don't know, <laughs> man. Like I like mm, I really want I really want this to happen and I really want Conor McGregor to like do his thing, but I don't know. I don't really have too much faith. <laughs> I don't really don't. I really want him to like I wanna see Mayweather like sweat. You know I remember I mean? Conor McGregor lost 
two fights before this, not two fights consecutive, but remember he lost to Nate Diaz or something a couple of fights ago yeah. before his last victory. So if you can't beat a guy like Nate Diaz with all due respect, but you're going to have a chance against Mayweather, no, it's not. It's not. It doesn't make sense. It's not logical. Hmm. Mayweather's going to destroy him, but Conor McGregor should send Mayweather a bouquet of champagne because Mayweather's getting him the big the the biggest payday of his life life. and he just had a newborn Conor McGregor couldn't after this fight he doesn't even have to go fight in UFC no more (laughs) he probably doesn't but he will because he he, he, he probably will because what was the what was the per split for the Mayweather Pacquiao Pacquiao walked away with what it was 60-40 Mayweather yeah right so this is probably going to be 70-30 Mayweather probably and then Conor McGregor's going to walk away with 15% Cause, Cause, he has to split that with UFC. So now it's just like you walk away with fifteen percent, and let's say the fight is at least what three hundred mil. I am not a math whiz, <laughs> but Conor McGregor's walking away with like what at least over thirty million in one fight or something like that. I mean, yeah, he's he's gonna come out like a bandit. He's definitely gonna come 45, out like a bandit. Yeah, fifty thousand, bro. For fifty million, forty-five, fifty million, oh, 45, right? Forty-five, fifty million. Sorry, exactly. That's Whoa. more. How much does <laughs> how much does he get paid per fight in UFC? I don't no, think he gets paid more than three million that. dollars. Yeah, nowhere near that. Exactly. Ronda so Rousey gets paid more than he does. What, right. So you're walking away with at least a good forty R. R. million. Ronda Rousey's career. All right. Yeah. Right. You walk. Oh, leave her. She's getting married. You're walking away with at least forty million dollars for one fight, and you and you. What do you get Like 2 million Or 1 million If that for UFC And you're walking away With 40 million Why would he even Go back into UFC I don't know I wouldn't I'm just saying I mean he Was his last fight a loss No The la- the, the fight, fight before, before that, that Was, was a, a loss, loss. Yeah. He still got He still has something To prove in UFC Like you have your fight Against Mayweather Where you're typically Going to lose you, You're not going to go out With a loss Yeah so your last Two, three, two out of your Three yeah. fights overall Have been losses So yeah he still got A little bit of proof But he's he's good He's good for the rest of his. He's good. I don't know if that fight happened. I might have to be in Vegas for that one, man. McGregor and Mayweather. I went to I went to Vegas for the Mayweather Yo, Pacquiao fight. Like- Lit boy, it was crazy. The women, everything. <laughs> we should we should do that and get yep. some press Half, passes. Halftime. We need from, to find word, half-time half-time from unfiltered from Las Vegas, from Las Vegas <laughs> for the Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather fight. I'll be so bored. I'd rather go to the Triple G and Canelo fight. You're bugging. Yeah, no, nope. everybody. Who's Nobody's anybody showing who's up for there. that fight. Nobody, yeah. No, people gonna show up for that. People gonna show, but it's not gonna be like if Mayweather is fighting yeah. in Vegas, bro. I think bro. our yeah. listeners would rather wa- hear us watch here because we can't see us. <laughs> hear us talk about the fight in live. That's true. You have. A I'm point. just saying. You have a point. So we yeah. should look into that. I'm definitely gonna look into it. Um, Yo, the day. The Mayweather Pacquiao fight was announced was the day I bought my flight to Vegas. Are you serious? It was less than 30 minutes after. I hit up my brother. I was like, yo, we going to this fight? He was like, yep. I said, booked. How many many, many of y'all went? It was just me and my older brother. It was just me. Oh, it wasn't Jelani? Nah, nah. He ain't come with us. But then, like, we met people out there that we knew and stuff like that. Yo, it was bananas. We should do that. That, that, What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, guys? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Fifth. <laughs> the fifth. Yeah, remember Juwan is a he's a spoken for man. He's a spoken for man. Yo, we talked about a lot of money, right? Yeah. So we gotta talk about this topic. That's I, I talk about it all the time. I think about it. Money versus championships. Mm. We reaching free agency just now for the NBA. For the yeah. NBA. For any sport, really. But for the NBA, let's focus on that. There, you have a decision to make. 
the CBA for the NBA now allows your current team to pay you and give you offer you one more year than any other team. One more year and about and 30, a, 40 million dollars yeah, more. And a couple more million dollars. Mm-hmm. Like I I'll have to bring up the Paul George situation. He didn't make the the all NBA team. Mm. When not making an all NBA team, his max contract went from 207 over 5 years to 172 over 5 years. That is a big jump. Wow. Now, you know where the bigger jump went from? Now, like if another team signs him, he can only make around 132 for 4 years. So he went from possibly being able to get 207 million to over 5 to 132 over 4 if he decides to leave Indiana. Now, if he did make the All NBA team, and you had the opportunity between two oh seven to go to to stay with the Pacers mm. or one thirty or one thirty two over four to potentially go win a championship somewhere else, what you doing? Ooh, you that is a tough question. That, that really is table? a tough question. Are you? Hold on, but Juwan, it's semantics. The way you saying, are you leaving? Oh, yes. To, uh, it's a big. It's like fifty million, forty million dollar difference. But Paul George just signed three years ago, a hundred something million dollars deals. He's not going to be. Uh, but my question, my question is, he's not going to be eating tuna fish in the next couple of years. Hold on, no, no, no. It has to be about championships. Good, Daniel, because I'm gonna have to get my moment. Okay, so depending on how long the contract is and the chance, like, so if I'm gonna go to a championship team, doesn't that raise my stock a little bit more once we start winning and getting a championship? So once my uh, trade, if I get traded or if I want to, if I my free agency comes up again, then I'll raise my stock. Who knows if it's going to be over two oh seven? That's still who but knows. But it's still a possibility because if 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 it's if you're saying you're choosing a championship, granted that you're going to say, hey, this is a championship, you already know that you're going to get a championship, mm-hmm. and you know you're going to well, get this money. Well, you don't know anything because you no, know, I don't unless you go into the Cavs or the Warriors. <laughs> it's not guaranteed that you're even going to see okay, the so finals. Say you're going to the Warriors or the Cavs, and you know you're guaranteed you're going to make the finals or whatever. And if that's the case, then guess what? He's taking a lot less than that 132 because neither one of those teams could bring exactly. him more for that. Exactly, but how much would our st- your stock raise? You got to figure that too after you get that championship, and depending on your performance. And how, how, oh, much no. a, how much of a you are on timeout? Because I'm I let you say pass. And how much you you put your um how much you put uh, for the team? Like your role in the team? Yo, I you could ju- you could possibly make over to what you originally were choosing over. Uh, all right. Possibly, possibly, maybe. And then if you don't get hurt, which Paul George is known to get hurt, but that's his fault. Like, but think about <sighs> all right, two hundred and seven million, one thirty two. That's seventy five million dollar difference. And I do not care. Yes, he may not be eating tuna fish, but you're not doing it. Yo, you play to win the game, but in the NBA, winning the game means a lot more than just winning championships. Because you're not, like, yeah, it, it, that money just sounds astronomical for us, but that, yo, that $75 million is the difference between his kids just being good or his kids' kids really being good. Yeah. And when you're really trying to think about it, I don't care. Yo, you go for that money. You have to take that 207. Now, between that 177 and the 132, that's a little bit easier of a decision that I need to make. What are you eating over there? <laughs> <laughs> Chips. 
Now that's a that's a that's a little bit easier of a decision to decide. All right, I'll take the chip over that because now that forty million dollar difference, I could possibly make that up in endorsements. Seventy five million, you're not making that up in endorsements. Right, but, but here's the thing: in the context of sports, right, and as an athlete, mm -hmm. you play for a lot of things, but the the foundation of what you play for is championships. So at what point do we say, yo? Because a lot of times we look at players and be like, Carmelo, not perfect example, Carmelo. He has the money. Is he ever going to win a championship? We still don't know. Uh -huh. And the more the years go, it looks like he's not going to get it. So Paul George, more than likely or not, if he does what you're saying, he could end no. up in a Carmelo Anthony okay. situation. You're missing what? the point. Carmelo Anthony's point. son is still going to be better off because of what he did and went for the money. His family is going to be better off. Your family's off already taken care no, of. No, it's it. not. Just because you have $100 million does not mean your family's still good. How many athletes have you heard of money disappeared like that? You are one investment situation away from losing that money. Now, that's $75 million more that you could have invested in something else to get yourself moving. Because now when you're talking about millions of dollars, now your house is millions of dollars. The taxes on your home is millions of dollars. Just no. to maintain that lifestyle that you live is millions of dollars. So you're not talking about, oh, so he's going to make that 132 and then scale back his life? So things only get more expensive. The reason why contracts are now 207 is because of inflation. Because things cost a lot more money in order to do the, the same things that the people were doing 10 years ago. Well, if he's um, throwing his money out like that, that's his problem. Exactly. Like, Learn, like have better money day, management. But at the end of the day, you're not, you don't become a professional athlete for championships. Yes, you, You're a professional. Is, you're a professional. And what do you do as a professional? You work for money. That's all it is. That is if the a championship goal. is... is is all well, and you do get bonuses if you win the championship, you, which is fine. What, the, what you, what I would do, I'll take the two hundred and seven, and then put a lot of pressure on my front office in order to make us better. I don't. How I don't, could they make you better with two hundred seven? Better. Yeah. How could they make the team better with two hundred seven million tied up in you? But it's yo, because the entire cap raises just just because what what you do for that. That's forty one million dollars on just for that one year alone for that annual salary. But the cap is raised, so now that's the reason why a lot of bum players last season got a lot of big contracts because their cap just dictated the fact that you can the the base role players are now gonna make money that yo mid level stars was making before. Yeah, but all I'm saying is that yes, there comes a time you get your money, get all the money you can. But there comes a time as a like you like. All right, am I playing for championships or am I not? Because you're gonna get the Carmelo Anthony thing. It's the same exact thing, Yo, do and I don't see how you're not even you know acknowledging that I'm not, Carmelo not that did I'm the same. He took the money from the Knicks when he could have possibly but he gone still and put the option of how he wants to go. He. He put in an option in his contract that he dictates where he goes. He either he stays or he leaves and goes wherever the hell he wants. And it's his decision to stay where the hell he's at. Yo, of and course. And take what the Knicks are giving him. That's of, his stupid-ass idea. Of course you want to win a championship. The ideal situation is for the money and the championship Together. to line up. Right, and, and oftentimes like, it only happens for a handful of guys. It's only happened for 10 teams. In the last no, 30 but I'm years. saying, you but, keep throwing out them stats, yeah, right? But, but I'm saying it only that scenario only happens for a handful of guys yeah, in general. It a handful, in like, general, yeah, like, like that's LeBron, what Michael. You know, it only happens for a handful of this guys. This is the first year that LeBron is the highest paid player in the NBA, so it doesn't really happen for him all the time because he had to take less in order to win his championships. But that's the whole. <coughs> I think that's the whole point is that you only have a certain amount of guys who are gonna make it. So. You as a player going into the NBA, you got to get all the money that you can exactly. because at the end of the day, you if you're not a LeBron James, sorry Charlie, you're not going to make the championship. No. And sorry. Remember, NBA contracts are guaranteed. He could get that 207 
and get hurt, break his leg the next year, and you still you get still paid. Good. I don't know. It's it's it's, it's a tough call, but seventy five million. Rough. I would yo, like I said, I want both of them to line up. But, but I, at the same time, I cannot blame a person like Carmelo for taking the money over the chance of going to just win Because at the same time, they almost they could have done something in New York. The GM in the front office messes that up. That's true too. They could have done a lot Look at, more. In New there's York. a lot of places around the NBA where you can see that yo, these teams should be a lot better. Like players who who are doing well, like Kyle Lowry might move. Because you know what? They recognize that the, the function of that team just may not happen. It happens all the time. Players decide to move on. But now with how the CBA is and the fact that a, uh, your home team can pay you significantly more than any other team, I can't be mad at players for staying. And, and also, too, I think it's also at a bad time. Even though the money's getting better for the players, but it's also a bad time in the NBA in terms of, like, the dynamic of the game because it's like okay do I want to get beat by LeBron or do I want to get beat by the Warriors it's really what you're saying to yourself it's legit what you're saying so it's just like it's just like you're literally okay how do I want to lose and which which going where is going to make me look better losing that's what you're saying to yourself <laughs> yo that, that's a part of it and it's also true. you gotta look at it like this though you're not a fan of the teaming up type thing because it's diluting a yeah. lot of the teams for him leaving guess what he's going to go do he's going to team up so you want him to go win a championship, but in order to win a championship, guess what he has to do? He has to dilute the paces and then team up somewhere Wait, time out. But if he goes to a team like everybody's talking about, the Lakers, He's I don't not know. winning a championship. He is Paul George and the Lakers with that nucleus, that mm-hmm. nucleus is not winning the championship yeah. no time soon. Yeah. I don't care. The so Lakers why does he even want to go there? It's, it's for the nostalgia of He really LA. said he wanted to go. Yeah, he's... Yeah, and he, he's a California kid. Yeah, it's the nostalgia he of He went LA. to Fresno State. Yeah, yeah, but that's stupid. Yeah. Like, then you're not even going to win a championship. You're yeah, just yeah, leaving like money you, on the, the table. table. Yeah, I, I feel that's like now, dumb. now that 207 is off the table, that's an easier decision to make. I, I feel like he, he's leaving the paces. I don't think he stays. Remember, it's not this year he's a free agent. It's the next year he's a free agent. So, but at the same time, is it the know. summer of 2018? It's the summer of 2018 is a free agent, not the summer of 2019. Yeah, 2018. Yeah, so it's not this summer that's about yeah. to come right now. It's the next one. But that, that same issue is going to come up with a lot of guys. And we're going to see how that goes. Mm. We're going to see how it goes, man. But for our for our last segment of the show, um, your boy Drizzy walked away with like, what, 10, 13? 13, 13 Billboard Awards. Billboard Awards. But even better than that, that performance he had was, that was one of the best performances I've seen in like a, in years by rap artists. Like he has like a, he was on a flout. A, a floating fountain thing in Vegas, and it was it was nice. Like, man, right now, like Drake is that guy. Yeah, we have we haven't we haven't had a guy. He's almost a Beyonce. Yeah, we haven't he's had a, a male Beyonce. Yeah, we haven't had a guy since Jay Z. I mean, Wayne and Fifty and M. They had their, but it's just the way Drake. Because the thing is, he's just so versatile and he understands music. Like he, he understands marketing. He understands guy, marketing. Like, he understands music. His music is is worldwide accepted. It's mm-hmm. international. He's he's doing Afro mix, which you are you know very yeah. aware of, Juwan. He's doing reggae. He's doing hip hop, R and B. He's dominating. He's trying to sing like Alabama Shakes. Yeah, so. <laughs> he's dominating four genres in, into one. He's a genius. I mean, he's not what I grew up on, but I think for the time, he is very quality for the time. Yo, he won top artists against the names like Adele, Beyonce, Justin Bieber, Rihanna, Andre. Justin Grande. Bieber was really I don't know. I don't know why Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande like, is in there. That's a lot of names that he just out- outworked for this award. Yeah, he's he's he's. First the- of all, I'm mad Beyonce didn't win. <laughs> 
But you, but you, lemonade, yeah. hello. I'm gonna yeah. let you finish. <laughs> I'm gonna let you finish. But lemonade had the best album of all time. Oh, man. but he's—I don't know. It's just he's—he's he's the guy. He's LeBron of his of of music right now. He's gold standard, gold standard of music right yeah, now. He's all right. He's he's LeBron. <laughs> he's LeBron. And but he's the ladies' man my, now because he got like little muscles and stuff. But my boy, like boy, but my boy Chance the rapper is like the KD slash Steph Curry right now. I think Chance I is coming. Chance. I think Chance is coming. He's on that DJ Khaled joint. He's on the Francis and the yeah. Light joint. He got his tour popping. He won three Grammys without being signed to a major label. Yo, we low-key in a really good time in hip-hop. Like, people say, like, a lot of I things. don't think, because... J. Cole, freaking Kendrick. Kendrick Lamar, Chance. Chance the Rapper, Drake. Like, <laughs> there's a lot. Even your boy Joey Badass. Like there's Childish a, Gambino. Childish Gambino. It's a pretty yeah. good time in hip-hop. But a lot of people are saying... Even things like Migos. Is, like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's still good, Yeah, bro. I heard Chris Rock say the other day... Future. Yeah, I heard Chris Rock say the other day, like, he was like, look, man, Migos' album is way better than it should be. And that joint made me laugh. <laughs> but I don't know, a lot of people, Juwan, to give you pushback, a lot of people are saying that the little Uzis and the little Yakis and the 21 Savages and the Kodak Blacks of the world, that cluster, is is overshadowing and messing but it they, up. But they're representative of who we are right now. Those young, like little Yachty. And yeah, all we these, are a very. That's who the that's who the youth are right now. They're like, very oh, yeah, open, fluid, annoying. accepting. Like it's it's who it is. So you like, don't understand a word music, they're saying. Uh, music is representative <laughs> representative of the social of, times. Of, exactly. So no. people like that are gonna mm-hmm. exist, just like people like Kendrick and J Cole and Drake are gonna exist. So you and, just have to be appreciative of the art. And well, you I gotta think, uh, you gotta you gotta admit that back in when Drake and Lil Wayne and all them were still young in in their careers, they. Looked at them the same way. Exactly. I don't so know you, they looked at no, them the same way. No, they definitely looked at Little Wayne did. and them You like, know, they still talking about this? booties and ass and licking all these lean. and They were looking at uh, them the way that we're looking at Lil Yachty and all them stuff right now. I mean, who knows? No, they might mature to be like a Drake or somebody. I don't Somebody's they was, out they was, there. They wasn't looking at them that bad. Because when Wayne was at his height, they, Wayne was giving you lyrics. and bo- They didn't look at Wayne and Drake like that. Because those yo, guys were actually yo, the trying The older generation lyrically. always looks at exactly. the younger generation like, yo, boy, yo, Wu-Tang Clan and them, man. That's real hip-hop. I don't that, know what you talking about. That little about. Wayne, that Drake stuff ain't hip-hop. That's how it is. The older generations always do that. I appreciate the art for what it is. You it appreciate Little Yaki and Little Uzi? Yes, I do. I have, I have, they, I have albums on my phone from them. Like, they have songs that's popping. If you put yourself in a position to open up to listen to it, it's actually pretty good. Some of the things are pretty good. It, I, all of it, the whole compilation, I can't sit there and listen to a whole album or listen to that for an hour. But if you're within a playlist, I can hear some of these songs and it, and it knocks. I mean, I got to love the fact that Lil Yachty was on that show with Joe Budden and Joe Budden was coming after him. And he was like, look, I just want to be happy. I'm happy. <laughs> exactly. Every day I'm happy. And Joe Budden's old. is the same shit you're talking about. The <laughs> old ass coming for the youngin' and the youngin' just like, look. I got money and girls, and I could do whatever the hell I want, so I'm happy, and I don't know why you mad at me for it. I think the farthest I'll go for me is guys like the farthest I'll go for me is guys like the Future, the Migos, and the Travis Scott. I don't, I can't go past. Even though EXO EXO Life Tour is a really good song by Lil Uzi, I got that right there. But I can't go <laughs> past. I can't go past that. I can't go past Migos, Travis Scott, and Future. I can't. It's a boundary. Like Kodak Black and Twenty One Savage. No, I, I just can't. <laughs> I bang it though, but yo, yeah. it was a heavy show. We talked about a lot of things. We talked a lot. Definitely not of here talking. to like. She lighten wasn't here to lighten up the mood on, yeah. and like separate this everything and save her sexual <laughs> and be a little, be a little dirty. Yeah, but, but it's all good. 
Yeah, man. You know, it's, it's your boy Jay. We about to sign off here. Yo, have a good time. Like like Danielle said, make sure you follow us on social media. Make sure you pay attention. We coming for y'all. Yeah, Young yeah. Handsome, Have Time Unfiltered. Jay, we out. Bye. Y'all are too funny.